Hey, what's up? Like, totally time for 90210. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the 90210 show. My name is Mark. With me, as always, is my fiance. Carol, how are you doing? I've, no, I'm sorry, my wife. My wife, I'm sorry, my wife. It's my wife. She's looking at me like she wants to kill me. Oh my god! Every single to... time, like, do you want to pretend we didn't get married? I what the said fuck it, is going on? I said it for years. I said fiance for years. Yeah, what's what's up with that? Why did it take so long? Hmm. You're lucky I waited for you to make it official. Sorry. We had to wait for our 250th episode. <laughs> You're lucky I didn't make you wait until our 300th episode. Oh, am I? Yeah, I'm going to try to coordinate our first child for <laughs> our, our 300th episode. Better get on it then. It is uh, February 26th, 1999. Did you say, hey, what's up? How's it going? Hey, what's up? Still February 26th, 1999, everyone. We watched an episode of 90210 called... Um, uh, what the fuck was it called? I don't remember. The morning after was the, oh, uh, it was, uh, it had something to do with, oh, budget cuts. That's what it was called. Oh, yeah. It was called okay. Budget Cuts. Yeah. Because they make some budget cuts to the show. No, because, uh, they make some budget cuts to, uh, Kelly's clinic. Oh, no, Kelly. God, I hate her. <laughs> like, I really don't care. Like, I was like, yay, she's going to lose her job. Like, I just, <laughs> I just don't give a shit anymore. Oh, I I don't understand what they do with this. What they've done with this character? Yeah. She was a sympathetic and likable character at some point in the show. Yeah, I feel like I feel like whatever her feud with Shannon Doherty or, or something like just kind of ruined her and the character. Yeah, I don't really understand, but yeah, the show has just gone down immensely since Shannon Doherty left. Yeah, and even more so since Luke Perry left. Not that we don't like Valerie. We like Valerie, but... Yeah, no, I mean, Tiffany Amber Thiessen is doing a great job. Um, but the show, it's just... I don't know. The writing seems worse. Yeah. They've leaned into all the worst instincts of their soap opera elements. Yeah, it's just not great. And yet the show is still really popular, so I guess you all love it. Well, I mean, the drama is good, but it's not high quality anymore. It's it's like, you know... Uh, Fast food cheeseburgers are yeah. still delicious, but not the same as like filet mignon. No, exactly. Yeah. And yeah, nine hundred two and I was going to stay in your colon for seven <laughs> years, or right. whatever they say. There you go. So I don't remember exactly how this episode started, as per usual, because sure. it's been a couple days. Yeah, I mean, we don't need to. We don't need to go in order of of. Beginning, middle, and end. I do think, though, it started with Kelly. So, well, I mean, we can do whatever storyline you want to do. We can do Kelly and Brandon. So yeah, so Kelly is uh, told that they're going to cut the budget and that she has to fire the nurse. Yeah, which I think it's kind of fucked up that this is a free health clinic, mm-hmm. and they're going to keep the mental health lady who runs the office and fire the nurse. <laughs> It is, it is, hello, nurse, though, so she can get some work elsewhere. Um, And she's been told that I guess she only has, like, a few weeks to, you know, figure out how to run with the budget they have, or they're just going to run out of money and close. Exactly. 
the the person who what's it called again? It's like the the Haskins Clinic or the, I don't know the Hastings Clinic or the I don't know whatever foundation runs the clinic. Yeah, the Hamlet Clinic. It's something I don't. I think it starts with an H. Anyway, it starts with a Z. Just watch. <laughs> it doesn't start with a Z. <laughs> but anyway, their clinic. It whoever whoever is the one that pro- provides all their money has like switched their causes or whatever to something else. Yeah. I don't remember what it what it was, but it was something else. Education or something like that, yeah. Yeah, so it's like, well, I'm I'm giving less money now cuz I'm giving more money to this charity. That seems really nice, like to be a rich person and just be able to be like, you know what? Fuck this place. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds great. Well, that's just like, you know, I, I remember remember they used to do the things on TV where, like, you can sponsor a kid for, like, 10 cents a day or whatever. Sure, I still see those sometimes. Okay. Well, I did one, uh, like, a couple of years ago. Yeah, you got a kid? I, I sponsored a kid. Wait a second. Do we have a child? No. Oh, okay. I sponsored a kid. And so, supposedly, like, their quality of life, you know goes up they they get like food and water and shelter and all the things less than a cup of coffee and stuff right and you know she wrote me a letter one time like saying thank you and stuff and then like i don't know six months and they're like oh the program got cut sorry (laughs) she's dead so like what the fuck so like she got all the good stuff and then they just took it back away (laughs) so i was like well i'm not gonna give to that charity anymore like that's awful she's probably better off before we can't Sorry, we can't afford the pony we bought you anymore. <laughs> we can't afford pony feed. But, good news, tonight there's going to be a pony feast, so. Oh my, that's awful. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, she goes to Brandon. What an idea for a movie. So, you sponsor one of those kids, and then they show up at, at your door. The, the program gets cut, and then they show up at your door, and they're like... Can you please? Can you continue to sponsor me? I'm a fish out of water in the. I can't do an African accent, but I'm a fish out of water in the United States. It's a comedy. Sounds awful. About the. Come on. Sorry. We could make it funny. I'm sure you could make anything funny. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. That was even the sound s- of kissing ass. Even starving African children. <laughs> Um, so like I was saying, Kelly yes. goes to Brandon, yes. even though, you know, they're broken up now. They were supposed to get married, didn't get married, mm-hmm. still in each other's lives for whatever stupid reason. Heartless house? Yeah, I think that's it. Something like that, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, and she asked him to do a story about the clinic to help, you know, raise awareness. Yeah. Sympathy, money, for whatever. Less, for less than a cup of coffee a day, you could make sure, uh, Pregnant teenager gets forced to take their baby back and then give it up to adoption to a gay couple. What? Oh, That's Kelly. One of, Kelly. St- yeah. one of the storylines. Right. Um, Help this white woman on her crusade to make everyone feel guilty about everything they've ever done. <laughs> that is Donate Kelly. to Hartley House or Hartley House. Hartley. Whatever it's called. Wait, wasn't Hartley House like... The sitcom Steve's mom was on. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, with what's his name, Chucky, Mikey. Yeah, yeah, Chucky. I think I don't know. <laughs> um, oh my god, Steve! We'll get to him. So she's asked Brandon for a favor. 
and he is you know agreeing to do it and yet she's continuing to like be bitchy the whole time yeah she's like he goes she says something like well here's all the information or whatever he was like yeah can you help me with uh you know finding these people in the clinic getting testimonials and stuff like she's like do you mean working together and he's like yeah uh it would be a lot easier to do this story if we work together just professionally, you know, as friends and stuff. And she's like, I don't know if I can handle that, Brandon. Yeah. And it's like, well, you're asking him to do it. So help him, bitch. Exactly. She's a bitch. Um, <laughs> but he he passes the story off on some other dude. No, he doesn't. He does not. No, she does. She passes. Why? Because she's mad at him? Because she doesn't want to work with him. So, like, I mean, if you want to... They... They start doing the story. They kiss. Like, there's a lot of stuff that happens here. So, okay, like, I, I don't know where you want to go. Um, well, why don't you go ahead and uh, tell us then? Because I obviously they're working forgot. on the story. They're working on the story together late one night and everything, and they have a kiss. There's a little kiss moment. They need to stop that. Yeah, that's not gonna. That's not gonna help. So the next day, she. Gives the story to, she goes up, up to Brandon and she's like, I contacted someone from the Chronicle, the LA Chronicle or whatever. They're, they're a bigger newspaper. They have bigger circulation. So give him your notes because he's going to do the story. And he's like, Kelly, this isn't about there. That's how he sounds. Kelly, this isn't about <laughs> their circulation. It's about the kiss we had. And mm-hmm. she's like, yeah, it is or whatever, but. He's going to get the story. And he's like, all right. So he sends his notes to this guy, and then he meets the guy. Because in the background of all this, they're having a fundraiser. At the After Dark. For, yeah, they're having a fundraiser at the After Dark for this place. A na- charity auction. Name unknown. And it's a, like a fashion show because, what's her name? Donna. Donna has donated a bunch of clothes to it and everything, and they're aux- they're auctioning off a bunch of stuff, and part of it's the some of the clothes. Mm-hmm. So the guy comes up from the Chronicle, this young younger guy, and he's like, "Yeah, uh, thanks for the notes. Uh, this doing the story is gonna really help me fuck this blonde chick." <laughs> and he's like, "What?" He's like, "Oh yeah." He's like, "I don't give a shit about this story, and and I'm not gonna do much with it." I'll, he's it'll like, be, "Oh, it's just a puff piece, whatever." It'll be like two two sentences uh, underneath the fold. Uh, you know, where people wrap their fish or whatever. But speaking of wrapping fish, I'm going to uh, oh have my sex God. with this blonde. Wow. 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 <laughs> that was that was just a little too far there, sir. Well. Yeah, so, uh, well, I mean, that's, a, that's about as crass as he is. So Brandon is like, yeah, there's, uh, there's no way. Yeah, so Brandon warns her away from this guy, right? I kind of remember that. I'm sorry, look, I'm I love sick. when you question me about this. I am sick show. this week and like shit is not sticking in my brain, all right? Uh he says, yeah, he only wants to date you or whatever, and she's like, Shut up, Brandon. You're just jealous and you're stupidly jealous for some stupid reason. So you're a dumb asshole <laughs> and I'm I'm he's gonna do the story. And she's like I mean she does kind of talk like that. And he's like I'm telling you, Kelly. He doesn't care about your clinic, Hartley House, or... Hatley. Hatley House. Hatfield and the McCoys House. I think it's Hatley. I think the other thing's Hartley, or Hartfield, or Hart something, and this is Hatley. All right. Um, but, yeah, so 
the Aren't guy. You glad you guys listened to the show. You know what? It's a good investment. Um, it is. It's it a good is. investment. <laughs> even time. even when you have episodes where I have completely forgotten everything, there are other episodes that <laughs> are better. Oh my god! <laughs> what a great endorsement for this episode you're currently listening to. We know this is painful. But, Hang I mean, there. just down the dial, there's other episodes. Exactly. <laughs> Holy shit. Anyway. So, so, the wedding dress that Kelly wore to marry Brandon, but didn't actually marry him in, uh-huh. is one of the items being auctioned off. Right. And she insists on wearing it in the fashion show. Well, so, she's not going to wear it at first. Yeah. She seems a little wary about it or whatever the new girl the the redheaded girl that's i hate her too the the scammer yeah she's like i'll wear it i'll wear this dress mm-hmm. it looks and and kelly's like honey with your complexion and bone structure you look terrible in this and everything else because you're <laughs> and she's like oh, i'm sorry kelly i just i i want to help or whatever and she was like you should wear it show him what he's missing Mm-hmm. As you pointed out, he's seen her in the dress. Yeah. Yeah, like, he saw her in the dress, decided not to marry her, so not really that great of an endorsement. So she goes and models the dress and everything, and uh, she's, you know, doing the modeling thing and everything, and they're all, everyone's looking at her, and, and you can see Brandon's face, and he's like, oh, my God, what have I done? Mm-hmm. And this reporter guy, the other guy, is there. And he bids five hundred dollars, yeah, not for the dress, but for a date with the model. Which that's like, if if this is not an auction of dates, then that's like really inappropriate, like soliciting prostitution, kind of. I don't know, like, yeah, yeah, it's fucked up, yeah, because he's like five hundred dollars, and David's like cool, and he's like not for the dress. I I'm not J Edgar Hoover. I don't want a dress. Did J Edgar Hoover wear women's clothing? Supposedly, yes. I didn't know that. I want to be inside the model. And so then Brandon bids a thousand dollars. And the guy's just like, well, somebody some other guy bids five fifty or whatever. Yeah. And Brandon bids a thousand. Brandon goes right to a thousand. For a date with a woman he was already dating. Yeah. Now my quest well, just really I think to prevent her from dating this guy because he thinks he's a sleaze. Well the guy goes the guy goes. I sense a, a bidding war or something like that. And then immediately backs out. Yeah. Yeah, well, who wants to spend more than $1,000 for a date? I guess that's true. That guy might have gotten farther than Brandon did, though. What do you mean? They may have had sex. You think that guy slept with Kelly? I'm saying if he had bid oh. and won her. He oh, you think Kelly would have slept with him because he spent $1,000? So that's that's the problem there. It's, no, it turns no, into prostitution. No, I don't. I don't think she would have slept with him because he spent a thousand dollars. I'm saying because he's a new guy that whose penis hasn't been inside of her before. <laughs> she may have, you know, like he may have been able to like get in there, I guess, or whatever. Brandon because has a history, so there was ne- that was never going to happen. I don't know about never. I mean, they can't stop kissing. Yeah, I guess, but it doesn't happen. It does not. No. Um, they go on their date, and their date's a $1,000 walk on the beach. Yeah, that was pretty stupid. And then, like, they kind of seem like they more officially break up. Yeah. Again. 
That's all this is, is the, the first three episodes of the season is just them breaking up. Yeah. So we're only on episode two. <laughs> we're on episode three. I think this is the first episode. What? Yeah. Or second episode. This is the third episode. All right. I, I'm pretty sure. Okay. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. You know that. I never do. The morning after, I believe, was the first episode. And I think this is the next one. So she's like, I just, I have to let you go now, Brandon. Get the fuck out of my life. I'm going to walk to the beach house by myself. Yeah, he's like, I'll walk you home. She's like, I can do it. Because yeah. I don't need a man anymore. Exactly. Yeah, that's real independent thinking there, Kelly. Walking on the beach alone. Um. Okay, so that's their storyline. Yep. So we still know if they made it. enough money to save the clinic, though, do we? <laughs> or do we? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Brandon does the story. Mm-hmm. Brandon, so Brandon, not on. Uh, Brandon. What, I can't, I can't do this. You can't do this either. <laughs> what did Brandon do? Love you. <laughs> Brandon doesn't have the story and he doesn't just provide the notes. He writes the entire story and gives it to the guy. Mm-hmm. And somehow Kelly knows that. That's what they talk about on the beach. Mm-hmm. She's like, you you wrote that story. That was your story or whatever. And you did that for me. You didn't do it for credit or money or whatever. He's like, you know, the story needed to be told. So he writes the story. When she goes back to the clinic, the, the liaison or whatever, the woman who handles the charity, comes back and she's like, well, you fucking did it. Public pressure. Uh, they can't, you know, withhold funding because of one newspaper article. <laughs> this rich person just completely folded to any kind of peer pressure at all. Okay. And uh, so you got your funding and you need to, but you still need to, to fire the nurse. You, you still need to, you're going to stay open and everything, but you still need to cut 20% off of the payroll. And Kelly's like, that 20% is going to be me. And she's like, what? She's like, you've done so much. And she's like, she's like, yeah, I uh, I like this, but it's time to look for something else. And she's like, I love how confused you look. I'm not confused. you don't remember this, this scene I do all. remember now. I had forgotten. But as you're talking, it's coming back to me. But she's all like, coming back to me now. Oh, my God. <laughs> so coming back to me now. Uh, she says... You know, it's time for the next chapter of my life or whatever. And she's like, this clinic's done a lot of good. And she goes, don't kid yourself, Kelly. You've done a lot of good here. So stupid. Yeah. And she's like, okay, go ahead and uh, do something else. And that's where her storyline ends. So, yes, they saved the clinic, but she's not going to be part of it anymore. So she's left Brandon and now she's left the clinic. So what in the hell is she going to do with her life? Because she mentioned the, that earlier, like, Wish not that long ago, show. I had Brandon and I had this job. And, mm-hmm. and, like, if the clinic closes, I don't have anything. Yeah, now she doesn't have anything. Yeah. She's going to start over. We'll see. I hope she fucks Noah on that boat. Wow. Why, why specifically on the boat? This sounds like a fantasy of yours. Oh, my God. <laughs> what storyline do you want to go to next? Um, There's Steve. There's Noah and Donna. There's Valerie. Valerie. Because I remember her stuff okay, I was a little say, bit more. That's the only one you remember. <laughs> I got it. 
Um, so yeah, so Valerie calls her mom mm-hmm. and asks her to come talk to her. Like she wants to see her in person because of the revelation last episode that she killed her father. Yeah. So and she, she has a conversation with David, and David's like, "Telling your mom's not going to do anything." Yeah. But she decides she must unburden herself. I think that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. She got away with it. Like, yeah, you killed somebody. You don't tell people, especially your mom, who might be upset about that. Right. Statute of limitations on murder is, I believe, life. So I don't think there is a statute of limitations. If you get found guilty of murder, I'm pretty sure you can be prosecuted no matter what. And David's like, I mean, of course it's justifiable homicide. But, like, even if it is justifiable justifiable homicide. It's easy for you to say. Homicide? (laughs) Homicide. She's just killing uh, uh, peas. (laughs) Chickpeas? <laughs> Shut up. Even if it's justifiable. Um, What's the difference between a garbanzo bean and a chickpea? What? I've never paid $1,000 for a garbanzo bean on my face. Ew. <laughs> that is so gross. Like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> That's funny. Ew. It's a funny joke. No. Ugh. Anyway. I've lost my train of thought. I actually knew this one. Her mom comes. <laughs> well, no. David's telling her, like, oh, it's justifiable. But my, th- my thing on this is, it was so long ago, and there's no evidence now. So yeah. you can't prove that it was justifiable or not. Like, no. just leave it alone. He's dead. He's buried. Everybody thinks it's a suicide. Leave it the fuck alone. Yeah, you can't prove that... You can't prove Valerie killed him. Mm-hmm. You can't prove that he abused Valerie. Mm-hmm. You know, there, like you said, there's no evidence left. So if she confesses to the crime, that's the only evidence mm-hmm. is her confession saying she did it. So what's going to happen? Yeah. She's going to get convicted. Stupid. And she's too pretty to last in prison. <laughs> well, she'll definitely get to be somebody's bitch. I mean. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so her mom comes, but also brings a boyfriend. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if the show was that bold to send her to prison and just like, Cutting back and forth, like showing the the wacky nine hundred two one zero antics, and then cutting to her in prison, <laughs> navigating the the orange jumpsuit prison experience. <laughs> that would be uh, interesting. Valerie tries to take over the prison, basically. Be like, I'm she could be do it. The HBIC head bitch in charge. That's right. You got All it. Right. Um. But yeah, so mom shows up with a boyfriend that Valerie didn't know about, didn't expect, and she's pretty upset about it. Yeah, because she's like, I told you I needed to talk to you. And she was like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know that we couldn't talk. She's like, well. This penis isn't going to be in my mouth the entire time. I can talk. <laughs> oh, God. She's like, we'll go to dinner and talk about anything you want. But she brings him. Yeah. So Valerie. I don't think she realizes. In in Michelle Phillips's defense, I don't think she realizes that uh, that. She um, wants to talk about something serious. Also, in Michelle Phillips's defense, she's uh, China Phillips's mom, but she's not Mackenzie Phillips's mom. She was John Phillips's second wife. So I don't know who the fuck you're. A talking lot of the about, crazy so. drug stuff and everything from the mamas and the papas I probably happened after or be, you know before they got married. But she was also a singer in the mamas and the papas, so I guess she probably knew like some of the stuff that was happening. I don't know. Michelle Phillips, you're fine. All righty then. Uh, back to 90210. Sure. I'm just saying. 
that she probably didn't know. Okay. In in real life or on the show. Um, she announces that she's going to marry this guy mm-hmm. at dinner. So this guy's considerably younger than her, and yeah. Valerie's very hostile towards him just because she didn't want him there, I guess, in the first place. It is Michelle Phillips, though. I mean, one of the best singers to ever live. Okay. <laughs> the mamas and the papas, like, I'm sorry, I'm just, I'm not familiar with the whole story there. Okay. Okay. Um... This guy turns out to be a cop. Mm-hmm. Just coincidentally. Which is even more reason why Valerie shouldn't say anything. Um, she asks him at dinner if he's ever killed anyone, which is a really bizarre question to mm-hmm. ask. I, I mean, yeah, I kind of, in a way, like, I think it's a question that people have a lot of times when they meet a cop. Yeah. Have you ever killed anyone? And her mom's like, oh my God, Valerie. Don't ask him that. But he shows up at the after dark to talk to her alone, which I mean, is... This is a lot later in the Oh, I'm sorry. What now. am I skipping now? But yeah. What are you skipping now? Her entire conversation with her mom. She already has the conversation with her mom before he shows up there? Mm-hmm. It's the, when he shows up there, that's basically the last thing that happens in their storyline. Okay, so Valerie does get the opportunity to speak to her mother alone. Mm-hmm. And it seems like she's going to even try to tell her that she killed her dad. She kind of starts to. And I, I don't know. I, did you get the impression that she knew that Valerie killed the dad? I mean, it's possible. She obviously is very good about knowing things and not doing anything about it. <laughs> there there was, like, because Valerie starts talking, and it seems like she's ramping up to say, like, I'm the one that killed him or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she's, like, shaking her. And being like, you know, shut up. And she slaps her at some point. Mm-hmm. She's basically like just telling her to shut up. Uh, the um, the guy that she's dating, the cop that she's dating, the some mention of the dad gets made while they're at dinner. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, that sucks. Terrible to have it. Those roads get icy during that time of year or whatever. And she's like, what? And he's like, your dad's car accident. And that's when they have the conversation by themselves, like, where she's like, you lied to him about the your dad how dad died and she's like oh my husband killed himself why you know she's like i don't want to answer these fucking questions and everything and valerie apparently is on some new truth kick mm-hmm. because last episode she started david was like hey maybe you should tell the truth and she now she's she's like a personality disorder because <laughs> she now she, now she's taken this to the extreme where she always has to be telling the truth mm-hmm. and you know, even to her own detriment, like she's going to do in this, like she wants to do in this situation. And she's like, no, mom, lies are not the way to start a relationship. This is, that's bad. You should tell them the truth or whatever. And she's like, you know, shaking her and slapping her and stuff like that. And, the mom is shaking and slapping Valerie, not, yeah. not the other way around. Okay. And she's like, the mom finally breaks down. And she's like, he was getting help. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what are you, wait, what are you talking about? Like she... She Valerie realizes that her mom knew about the abuse yeah. while it was happening. Yeah, her mom admits that she knew that she had confronted him and, you know, he'd admitted to what he was doing and that he was getting help and that she In this guy's defense, his daughter was... Uh, uh-uh. No, <laughs> don't say it. Mm-mm. Nope. Anyway. <laughs> 
And then her mom's like, imagine how hard it was for me to realize that my husband was fucking our own daughter. Like, yeah, that's hard for you, sure, but it's worse for her. Yeah. And so she's like, she's like, but he, he, he agreed to go get help and he was getting help. So why did he kill himself? Because he was trying to rape her again, though. Like, obviously, the help was not working. Yeah, that's true. He was. Did, when we, when, I mean, this this story keeps changing about what happened and and everything and these flashbacks and stuff like that. But um, I do believe the story was no, no, he wasn't trying to rape her. During he the wasn't. Story. I don't think so. I think like he was in the the as Valerie told the story before, which apparently is not the true version of the story. Uh, he was in the bathroom or something like that. She heard a gunshot. She, you know, approached the door. Uh-huh. She opened the door and everything. We know that's not the truth because she's one that did it. Yeah, but I think she probably just got his gun and shot him. I don't think she cold-bloodedly went and killed him. Well, I don't I don't know that I would consider her cold-blooded after years of abuse, but... I don't think this is a she snapped and decided to kill him. I think she was defending herself. Yeah, okay. Maybe. I mean, she was when she was talking to her mom at the point when her mom's like, stop talking and stuff, she's like, he was trying to force himself on me. Like, I think she was talking about in that instance when this happened. You know what's fucked up, though, is they say that she was 17 when this happened. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I had the impression that she was a lot younger. I mean, it started when she was a lot younger. It went on for years. Well, yeah, I know. But I mean, I'm, I'm talking about when he died. So that means that he died she killed him or whatever like not long before she joined the show yeah so that's why she was doing drugs and like yes yeah yeah that's why she was all fucked up that makes sense what no i just like i was gonna say stuff and i have no idea now oh no what were you gonna say i don't know i i was i know you were gonna talk about the uh the officer coming to the after dark Telling about the... Okay, yeah. <laughs> we'll go there. No, it's just, I can't remember. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, so the officer later comes to talk to her after she finishes her conversation with her mother, where she does not admit to killing her father, even though that's what she'd wanted to do. And I think that's the best thing, because it's not going to help anybody. Um, and he tells her that, yes, he, he has killed somebody. Why he felt the need... To come and answer that question to her, I don't know. Well, he's like, you don't like me. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't care about you. Like, <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. You are not a speck on my radar. And he's like, well, let me tell you about the time I killed somebody then. <laughs> Maybe you'll like me then. Yeah. And they kind of like, I don't know, bond over the fact that like, you know, he's talking about what it's like. It's not like you think it's going to be and stuff. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, like. Mm-hmm. But like she, I mean, like. I don't think he realizes that she's also killed somebody. That's what I was going to ask you. Because she does kind of talk like she knows what it's like. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I don't know if he picks up on that or not. Yeah. It's a bad... uh, Well, he's not a detective anyway. He's a uniform cop, he says. And she's like, oh, you passed over for promotion. Yeah, she's really not nice to him. It is weird. He says he's been a cop for like 20 years. He's not a detective yet. He looks like he's like, I don't know, 35. So that's messed up. Oh, well, I mean, you know, some people start when they're 15. Sure, sure. Police officer. I think he's supposed to be in his 40s. Okay. Um, but They just got a youthful looking actor. Yeah. 
But yeah, she hasn't been talking to her mom. They had a big fight. They're like done with each other and he's trying to like fix their relationship or whatever. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Because he thinks it's all about him and it's not. <laughs> it is weird. But I mean, that's a weird thing to spring on somebody too. just be like, oh, here's my fiance, by the way. Mm-hmm. You invited me to come hang out. I also invited my fiance. Yeah. That you never have met or known about. Yeah, it is. It's very weird. But their whole relationship is weird. Yeah. She's a weird person. So, like, she hates her mom now because she knows her mom knew that she was being abused and didn't do anything about it. Yeah. I don't know if she hates her mom, but she's mad at her mom. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, he was getting help at the time that he died. But, like, how long was it going on before then that she knew? Or don't whatever, know. You know, it's like... Uh, it From what she says, it sounds like she found out shortly before his death. Not long. Mm-hmm. Like, not like she'd been living with it for a year or something like that. Okay. That's what it sounds like. I mean, who knows? It's all very vague, but that's what it sure. sounds like. Well, I feel like the writers don't really know. I don't feel like this is a solidly plotted out thing that they're referencing. And that's the problem with it. The problem is is that it's it's all very vague. Mm-hmm. They keep sometimes they keep things intentionally loose, I think, so they can change things to their whim. But yeah, it's you don't you don't feel a steady hand on this storyline. No. Um okay, so who else we got? We got Donna and David and Noah. Donna and David. Not Donna and David. Noah and Donna. Noah and Donna, David and Steve and that woman whose name I can't remember. Yeah, what the Red. fuck is her name? Yeah, the redhead that Steve picked up like a stray. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what Let is Let me bring this chaos him. into our lives, everyone. Every episode, he has some new woman that mm. he's trying to sleep with. Like, We got a haircut, too. Everyone yeah. got a haircut. Yeah, Donna got her hair done. It looks so nice. I love it. Like, mm. it's like red, but with like some blonde streaks to it. And she has bangs now. I think she looks really good. Yeah, there you go. And Steve got his hair like buzzed really short like not not a full-on like buzz cut but it's much shorter he's got those curls so it eliminates the curls yeah it looks a lot better it does so because he actually does have a nice face and it's not as distracting now because it's not surrounded by that icky mane of hair i thought he had a butter face you 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 claimed one time remember he grew into his face though oh yeah you think he's more attractive now yeah wow okay so does he deserve to have a doll now no. No? Oh, he's not there yet? He still doesn't get a doll, okay. but he's he's getting better looking with age. All right. Well, good for him. <laughs> um, so he thinks that he is going to have sex with this woman. He this, does. This, like, homeless woman that he moved into the house, and he's sleeping on the couch because he gave her his room. That's why he cut his hair. He was, he was <laughs> right. anticipating sex. Um, she is some kind of con artist. I mean, like, I really yeah, of course. can't figure out her whole game. She she wants to be famous. You can't figure out her whole game. She had her three-step game plan uh, written out on a pad of paper in the last episode. <laughs> right. Step one, get to Los Angeles. Step two, question mark. Step three, profit. <laughs> but yeah, she's. Uh, it was like it was something like secure a place to stay, get money, become famous. Yeah. So her plan to get money is she gets a student loan goes to the university, and takes it all in cash. Yeah, this is not how student loans work, by no. the way. Anyone that's had a student loan, it's like she gets a government loan or grant or whatever, FAFSA, you know, you know the shit, and all the paperwork that people have to fill out. And she's like, the, she goes to the, the I guess, the 
the bursar or whatever, uh, whoever handles the money and their purser or whatever it's called. And uh, she's he's like, okay, yeah, we got your uh, your information here. Basically, you can uh, draw on this account uh, for your books, for your food or living expenses, for your classes, anything that's left over. Then you'll get a check uh, at the, the end of the semester or whatever. And she's like, okay, I'll just take it all now and a check. Yeah. And he's like, $5,000? And she's like, yeah, isn't the government great? <laughs> Which, like, you know, yeah. You have to pay that back. For sure that's not how that works. And, yeah, you do have to pay it back. But, like, I don't think that's even allowed to just take all the money. I mean, no. I got a student loan, and I got a little extra on it to pay for a trip. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, yeah, I got a check for that little bit of extra. But... Like, it's a little bit extra. It's not, I got, like, the whole amount. I got a refund, too, at some point. But yeah, that was not a loan, though, was it? Yes, it was a loan. Oh, okay. I'm talking about something else. We're okay. not talking about my We're not <laughs> okay. talking about my personal life here, okay? okay. We are, okay. but we're not. <laughs> that's, a, that's a situation that you guys don't need to know about. Anyway, so uh, I, I had a loan uh, through the government for classes that I took, and... <laughs> The money is issued to the institute that you're going to, the school you're going to. They automatically take it out for your classes. And then, and you can you can use some of it for books and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And you're supposed to get some for living expenses. But they you don't get that shit right away. I mean, maybe California is different from the Michigan. But what happened is, is after the semester, a couple months after the semester, after everything had been processed, I got sent a check in the mail. A check for, you know, a certain amount of money. And it was like, this is what was left over mm-hmm. after we did everything. So that's what you get for your living expenses. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that they would ever just let somebody take the whole amount without going to any classes. I don't think so either. Because it's like fraud. I mean, yeah. that's money for school. Exactly. But she gets $5,000 and she goes shopping. Yeah. And while she's shopping, she meets David. Okay. <laughs> what? That took me a minute. <laughs> David. Yeah. Um, okay, so she runs into David while she's shopping? Like, Yeah, she's David's uh, looking for work or whatever, uh, and he's he is, uh, like, sitting at a cafe or something like that, and he sees that she's gone shopping and everything, and he's like, oh, hey, what's up? Now, here's what I don't understand. She has a flirtation with him. She's not into Steve. At some point, Steve's kind of like, hey, isn't this going to happen between the two of us? And she's like, Steve, we're really good friends, but no. Mm-hmm. You have a butter face, she says. I don't, <laughs> think you, I don't think you have grown into your face. Carol's wrong. Uh, that's what she says in the show. I, I don't know what to tell you. But um, the, uh, it, what's, what's weird and stupid to me about this entire situation is that in the previous episode, David went up to Steve and said, hey... What's up? What do we think about the redhead? And Steve's like, yeah, I want to have sex with her. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm making claims on her. And he's like, oh, okay, I just wanted to check and make sure. And he was like, hey, that's that's good of you, David. Not everyone would do that. Why is he continuing to pursue her then? Well, because he tries to tell her, like, to go away, I think, at first. Like, he's like, no, you know, whatever, Steve's into you. And she's like, but I'm not into Steve. Well, and the, then he's yeah. like, well, okay, then I'll hang out with you. But, but I don't I don't really remember them ending up on it like how they ended up on the date. I know it happened, but I don't think it was like his intention. I guess. 
But they, so she sees her shopping and he's like, oh, what'd you buy? He reaches into her bag and grabs something and he's like holding, she's trying to grab it away from him and he's holding the price tag, I think to like a bra or like some kind of lingerie or something like that. And he's looking at the price tag and he's like, oh, I I thought you were like poor or whatever. How can you afford this shit? That's very rude. My buddy's uh, sleeping on the couch because you can't afford to pay rent or whatever. Mm -hmm. And she's like... Come on, come on, David. Don't don't be like that. I can do whatever I want. Well, I think she tells him too that she just got like the loan money or whatever. No, she doesn't. She she does admit to him that she wants to be famous. That's why she's there. Okay. Which she didn't tell to, to Steve. She lied to him about that. What does it matter? What that's not even like a con. That's like every young person who goes to California. Well, and he says, "What do you want? What do you, what do you do? Do you sing? Do you dance? Do you act? What do you want to?" Be? And she's like, "I want to be famous for being me." <laughs> that doesn't happen. What, what a career path, <laughs> right? Yeah, seriously. Could you imagine a situation where someone is famous just for their name, just for being them? Ridiculous. Yeah, very dumb. I mean, maybe I guess being on like the real world or something like that could make that happen, but that's about it. Yeah, but yeah, maybe, maybe I guess I don't know. So, yeah, so her and David are flirty. Steve is sad um, because he wants to get sex and he's not. Right. Um, She needs to fucking leave, though. Like, this is stupid. I hate the storyline. I hate the character. I don't like anything about this. And the fact that they're, like, having her get cozy with David means they're keeping her around a little bit. Like, it it would have been better if she'd just been gone. She's going to be around for a while. But she... Uh, she, what happens? Because David drives her home, but I don't remember where he drives her home from. Yeah, they end up hanging out late into the evening. Yeah, I don't, so this is now, now, this is a rare occasion where I don't remember what's going on. But they're out somewhere later at night. Uh, she says to Steve, hey, you know, let's, let's hook up at home or whatever. Let's. Yeah, they were supposed to hang out. And so he's waiting there at the house and. She comes in very late. And he's like, hey, what, uh, you know, I thought we were supposed to hang out. Or She's like, oh, when I said that, I thought, like, oh, just see you at home. You know, like, whenever we get home, I didn't know that we had, like, actual plans. And he looks all disappointed. Mm-hmm. And he's like, who drove you home? And she's like, oh, just somebody from school. And then later, she tells David, yeah, um, he doesn't know that we hung out. And... He doesn't know that you drove me home, and it would be better if he didn't know that. And she's like, he goes, he's my friend. I'm not going to lie to him. Yeah. And she was like, well, you know, I'm just telling you. And so then later, he point blank asks him. Steve is like, I don't know. Maybe he suspects it, I guess. Yeah. But he's like, yeah, she came home late the other night. She got drove home from somebody. Do you, do you know who that is? Was and, it you? And he's like, no, no, not me, man. So, so he, he lies. lies. And, like, I don't know, I, I kind of thought him and Valerie were going to get back together, but now it's like he's hanging out with this chick. So. There's no way. They kiss at some point, I think. Him and Valerie in this episode? No, 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 him and oh, the redhead. Yes. I yeah, I believe so. So I'm kind of bummed about that. I'd rather him be with Valerie. Well, I don't like this redhead at all, so mm-hmm. I'd rather the redhead just die. But <laughs> End up in the pile of bodies. Exactly. Yeah, introduce her to Brandon. Um, And then the last storyline is uh, Noah and Donna 
I mean, Donna adjacent. It's no yeah. one, no one is family, basically. So, like, last episode we found out that Noah's dad is broke, yeah. that their family money is gone. And Noah's got to have to figure out how to live on, you know, just having the houseboat. Like, not even having, but living on the houseboat and having when a club. Did he, when did he buy that boat? He didn't. He doesn't own it. Well, it's implied that he does because he's talking about selling the boat. Oh, well, maybe he did then. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. It was his... It, like, do they? Do the writers forget that this was Donna's parents' boat? <laughs> oh my God, bless you. Thank you. That's what happens when she's sick. Everyone sneezes. That does happen. <laughs> um, but she, yeah, I, the whole thing is weird to me. Like, I think ownership of this boat somehow transferred at some point. But anyway, so uh, he's like. Yeah, I can sell the boat and I can do whatever and like maybe I can make some money for them because he and Donna are talking about like what can you do? Yeah. And he's like he goes, They can't be broke. He's like, sell some houses in Europe and then they have some money or whatever. Like I don't think he understands the extent to this. And um He's at the park, like just doing something. I don't know, he's just sitting at the park. Baseball park. Yeah. And Yes, he's at baseball park. <laughs> no, it's like famous it's Los like Angeles a, baseball park. Not like a playground. It's like a baseball park. Okay, but I'm sure there's yeah, yeah. There's yes, yes. It's, there's a baseball diamond there. There is. And I'm not making it up. His, I know you're not. <laughs> it's just there's a lot of parks like that around. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so the dad comes up and he's all Ray Wise about himself, and he's like, "Hey, I'm Ray Wise, character actor Ray Wise." And he's like, hey, Dad, what's up? Uh, you know, sorry about the way things ended up last time we talked. And he's like, you know what? I got a baseball. Let's play catch. Yeah. And he's like, okay. So they have this talk, and it seems like they're actually, like, having warmth and everything. Yeah. And he comes to the charity thing. And he's like, yeah, I'm just, we're just having a charity auction here. And he's like... Uh, he goes, oh, um, this is what you meant about helping us out or whatever. He's like, no, no, Dad. It's like, he's like, but I do have some things that I can do or whatever. And you know, I, I just wanted, like, what what's the situation that you're in and everything? And, like, how can I help and stuff? And the dad's like, you know what? Don't You don't need to worry about it anymore. You won't, we won't have to worry about it. And he, he leaves. And the guy's like, what the fuck? You know, what's mm-hmm. going on? And, they like, they have this conversation where, He's like, I thought we were making progress or whatever. And it was like, you know, no, I'm just like, he's saying goodbye to him, basically. Mm-hmm. And uh, he comes to his dad's thing and he's like, dad, his dad's want, office, his dad's office. Yeah. And he's like, I want to talk to you, dad. And he's like, yeah, I, we're, I'm finishing up this deal or whatever. He did some kind of deal or something like that. And, and Ray's all like, or I mean, Ray, <laughs> Noah's all like. I thought we were making progress, Dad. You fucking asshole. And he's like, he, he's got a martini and he's like three olives. Mm-hmm. That's how you do a martini or whatever. And he's like, fuck you and your martinis. And he's like, I told you, I I'm, I can sell the boat. I can sell this, I, you know, get this money or whatever. And he goes, your mom will be very happy with that or whatever. And he he's like, that's all you fucking care about is martinis. And he, he knocks the martini glass over. And his dad goes, that was uh, the last thing I was looking forward to or whatever. Yep. And the whole it's telegraphed so hard yeah. that his dad is going to kill himself. And I'm like, I'm sitting there. I'm like, you know, he's, he's going to kill himself, right? Like, 
everyone gets that, right? And Noah just turns around and walks out all pissed off at his dad. It's halfway down the hall, and then you hear the gun. Bang! What, the, what I think is funny, too, is that his dad then must have been like, let him hear this. Yeah. Because, like, he could have waited, like, five minutes till he got down to the crowd, but he's like, you know what? Let him hear it. He threw my martini. Fuck him. Let him hear this shit. You know what? If I were his dad, I would have made another fucking martini and drank it before I killed myself. That was the last thing he was looking forward to. Mm-hmm. The fuck, man? So, yeah. I mean, it's it's the worst fate that can befall a rich person not having money anymore and <laughs> requires killing yourself. Yeah, he couldn't deal with it, so. So he kills himself and Ray bursts in. And he's all Noah. Like, Noah. Noah bursts in and he's all like, He does not cry like a Muppet like Dylan. Come on, though. That's kind of what he's. I mean, he looks like a Muppet, but still. Well, I forgot Ray's voice. He's like, come on, Dad, I don't. Noah! His name is Noah. Noah. Jesus Christ. Why do I keep thinking that? See, I got in the Ray Ray thing because it's like, he looks like a Ray. Well, and you keep mentioning the other actor's name is Ray and Donna's ex-boyfriend who's a musician's name was Ray. Yeah, that's why I keep thinking of it. Oh, you mean Ray Wise? The actor. Uh Uh-huh. Anyway, so Noah is is all like, so then he's at a park hitting baseballs and Donna shows up and she's like, you're hitting baseballs. (laughs) And he's like, yeah, I am. He's like, let me tell you something. Look at this one, Donna. It says uh, Reggie Jackson. She's like, it's signed by Reggie Jackson. Sell that. Give that to your family. And then he just... Like, hits it and knocks it off into the trees. And, like, I think that whole bucket's just full of cyan fucking baseballs. Probably. Because, you know, he's rich, so mm-hmm. whatever. But Idiot. sell that stuff and give it to your family, please. Yeah, like, don't be an asshole. I mean, did his did his dad have some sort of special life insurance policy that covers killing yourself? Maybe. Although, in general, I think that's one thing that's not covered by insurance well, policies, yeah, because, just to throw that out there for be, people. Because you could easily just do it. Yeah. And give your... Give your like you could just like take out a a ten million dollar policy and then kill yourself, right? Give it to your family if you were already planning on killing yourself. Might as well give them money, right? Awful thought. <laughs> but well, um, it's not something you can do. That's what I'm saying. They, yeah. they prevent that from happening. Yeah. So he probably just screwed them over. Actually. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but he's not around anymore, so he doesn't care. Mm. But yeah, that's basically everything that happens in this episode. Yeah. Budget cuts. So we get a few lasting things. Uh, I think I think uh, Valerie's mom's probably going to be in the next episode too because I don't think she's left yet. So I don't think we're done with that storyline. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and they're supposed to be getting married. So Ray Wise won't be on the show anymore, though. Right. So yeah, we'll probably be dealing with uh, Noah's dad's funeral. He was in. Um, he was in Total Recall. Okay. He was uh, the guy. He was the guy that Quato was in. You know how Quato was growing out of that dude's stomach? It was the guy that ran Mars or whatever, like, you know? Did we watch that movie for yeah. the show? No, that movie came out in 1990. Okay, cool, because I don't think I've ever seen it, and I was afraid it was Oh, my God, you've about. never seen Total Recall? I don't think so. Why have you not seen all these movies? I don't know. He said, she said, Total Recall. We recently watched Network. I was too busy watching things like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. When? Now? No. Like oh. the movie Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. Like I was watching, you know, other stuff. All right. <laughs> when that stuff was out. 
Well, anyway, that is the episode for the week. Carol, why don't you tell people where they can watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer the movie? So you can write us at latefee1994 at awol.com. Mm-hmm. Check out our website at www.retrolatefee.com. Mm-hmm. And share the tapes with your friends. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.